guys hello and welcome back i'm jojo fraser it's time for a mojo injection episode 101 it's so nice to have you here welcome if you're here for the first time if you're returning um amazing to have you back sending so much love so nice to have you here in our wee mojo den a place where we can show up fully be yourself keep it real you know no need for a mask um you know the kind of mask I'm talking about. Um, yeah, we can just keep it real. It's a safe place where we try our best to judge less and feel and love and live more. And that starts with being kinder to herself and showing who we are, showing up. And yeah, it's so important. The first part of this episode, the first eight minutes or so after this intro, I'm going to be sharing deeply based on some amazing feedback and messages I had from episode 100. And it was just incredible to know one of the messages, which was really, really, whoa, it got me. Um, It was a long, detailed one of a couple who'd gone through exactly the same that we went through about the same time and not too far away. And it just shows how many people are battling with stuff that we may not know about and a smile can cover a multitude of stuff saying i'm fine can cover a multitude of stuff and it just really really lights me up when you share deeply and i don't always find that easy um but i do it with intention to get others to share and it does work um it's amazing so i'm talking about rejection being ghosted um projection from mental illness lots of stuff um, intentions the ego and i just really hope this gives you something to think about i hope it hooks up your mojo um today's the 25th of october 2020 that this goes live i am in the sunday post in their magazine talking all about um looking after the mojo in winter you know when it gets darker and the days are shorter got loads and loads of tips in there i'll post it on mummyjojo.com this week um but just want to encourage you, you know, if you do struggle with the seasons and you don't like the kind of darker days, just to really try and fit in some time out in nature when you can, even if you're chalka, can you do a morning call out by the trees, you know, walking in the woods or the nearest park you can get to, or just somewhere where you can get a little bit of that nature mojo injection and just feel a little bit cleansed by it all of the world um i would encourage you to start small um to schedule in a lunch break to go out a walk whenever you can to be kind to yourself to schedule time on your days off where you can be outside getting some of that daylight and like i'm mad for all the seasons i love every season for what it brings so for me it's focusing on right it's darker but it's easier to get the kids to bed because it's dark i can focus on the coziness i can use it as a time to slow down and reflect on the year the lessons what i want to take from it how i want to improve as a person um you know because you've got a little bit more time to you know get cozy at home journal read um dive into meditation um I'm preparing for a TEDx talk next month, November 22nd, if it can go ahead. Um, So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you too. But it's just been so, some of the research I'm looking at, it's just really got me hard with, you know, the way our minds work and 
what is really really good for us and what isn't so I would just encourage you to pour plenty of compassion on yourself to allow yourself space to reflect and allow yourself time to just not take life too seriously either if you can um, try something new um, I won't bang on about the wild swimming I know it's not for everyone but I've noticed more and more people are talking about it now it's cra- it's a craze it's a craze um, but you know find something that makes you feel like a kid again you know when before we had the ego and all the stuff we battle with as adults when we just were living and we were free and we were running through the fields or jumping in the sea or a reservoir or bouncing on the trampoline or painting just painting or just doing things where we can just get totally lost in it and and not overthink and to quieten down that mind um my only worry for myself is when I was doing a lot of the like the end of last year I was really going for it like I was doing my wild swimming I was doing all my stuff that made me feel alive and I was doing loads and loads of meditation and I was just flying um and I was speaking to a kind of Reiki master and he was telling me that it's really really hard for people when they embrace too much to get the balance between being grounded in your body and connected to all this stuff and you can just maybe lose your balance a bit you can get caught up in it and it can get exciting um so yeah just find the balance that works for you but the difference between being grounded and connected how you can work through that is definitely something i've been exploring how i can keep my really calm chilled side but also embrace the the kind of high energy side that really really feels and gets excited and passionate but then that grounded you know peaceful side that we all need um so yeah that's certainly been on my mind but anyway let's jump in ghosted rejection all that sort of stuff and i hope this gives you something to think about please send any feedback my way mummyjojoblog at gmail.com i'd love to hear from you um i'd love your feedback and yeah just sending you so many good vibes all the love welcome to the mojo den and i've had lots of messages so i thank you for them i want to talk about rejection this week because this has come up a lot first off um wow i had so much feedback from episode 100 and i had some messages that really boom boom bang got me right in the heart um so there was one message and it was saying we went through identical um scenario at about the same time husband and wife and wow and it was really hard hearing it was the husband that wrote to me to say that he felt he had no one to talk to and the the real key is not just the stigma attached to someone going through a mental illness but the stigma you know for carers to talk about and get support and oh these words are just beautiful i've got permission to read this out um 
So he was saying, you know, he felt really rejected by his wife and she would push him away as the illness, well, she wouldn't, the illness pushed him away. And she said, um, he said, sorry, even though I can separate the illness from, the person from the illness, the wounds can be like arrows that unless you can get them out, can result in the caring spouse carrying deep, deep penetrating wounds for years and years, which requires superhuman strength. This is the part I really love. It's hard for a brain to distinguish between an arrow fired with intent and one sent accidentally. The pain remains the same and, if not properly treated, can fester for years, if not decades. It's like Cupid giving his bow to Satan for a few weeks to wreak complete havoc. And it's funny, that's what I was talking about, you know, speaking about those kind of feelings of evil spirits being around. that's really what it's like, like Cupid giving his bow to Satan for a few weeks. Um, it that's hard when you when you're rejected from an illness, and it's really hard to distinguish between the two. What I would say if you're in that scenario, you've been caring for someone, and the illness, you know, you don't know what's real. I guess the key is when you're able to talk. You know, when I got out of hospital at first, I was just absolutely like, what's just happened? Um, but when I had time to rest a little bit and I was ready to talk a bit more, we talked and we talked and we talked. Um, we sat at our places sitting in the hot tub um, and we just, under the stars, it would often be um, the kids, put a film on for the kids and we would just talk it out, talk it out, talk it out. Um and of course, there's things in relationships that can really be hard. You know, for me, there were things I'd said that I meant when I was unwell, um, but everything was really exaggerated. So, you know, if I was really frustrated about the differences between my partner and I, it would be like, oh, I can't live with this. This is just awful. And, you know, sometimes your differences can become huge if you don't talk about them and reach a compromise and you're just busy, busy, busy and you're going through life. Um, So I would say talk, 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 you know, once you get through that place, if it's, it's dragging out and the illness is going on and you're still being rejected, then you need to get support from other people and that might just be professional care team. Um, you know, my husband was given carers um, help uh, at the Edinburgh care team. I'm sure each city should have a care team, help for carers. Um, there should be so many more resources out there, but there is help for people to talk through because it's huge for the person. I remember, you know, when my mom was going through it with dad, you know, it broke my heart, but she was his care. She was the one there constantly. And it's just horrible to be left with another person. Rejection through a mental illness is not nice. It's not pleasant. It can be traumatic and you need to communicate. You need to talk. Um, You know, he, he spoke about how he didn't feel like he got any help. And then his um, wife's family blamed him um, because they weren't educated and he'll illnesses like this can can result in a, a person kind of blaming everything on their partner you know I remember saying that you've put me in here and uh, 
it's just horrible. It says a part of me died last time, um, and that's and I've suffered from depression ever since. That's that's horrible. I would say you need to sit with the anger and the pain and the hurt. You have to turn on some music that can allow you to cry because when you cry, that's when you start to release pain. When you cry and you cry. I remember sitting in hospital and I genuinely at this point, because I lacked insight, felt like I was being framed. How on earth have I ended up in this mental hospital? What is going on? You know, I was delusional. I genuinely felt like I was being tricked into this hospital and that I didn't need to be there. And I remember that sense of rejection, sitting in a hospital chair and coming across some tunes I'd never heard. And it was a band called Cigarettes After Sex that came up on Spotify. And it's kind of um, like just really, really chilled, but quite melancholic, quite, um, it was really emotional. And there was one called Neon Moon. And I just sat there and uh, it's like sitting in the loneliness, sitting in the darkness. And I remember just crying that night and just letting things out. And it does help. You need to release that negative energy that you've got inside you, be that pain, um, trauma, anger, confusion, rejection. We need to release that if it's at a stage. Um, he also said, from my experience, the person who's been poorly normally recovers really well because they've been high. This is manic, so it was similar to our situation and forget a lot of what they've said and done. Um, they can then emotionally heal quicker than the caring spouse. Um, although this depends entirely on the person. I feel that the deep lasting effects on the caring partner can be the biggest risk to a marriage or partnership. And I believe the medical profession have not yet realized this is um, realized or properly acknowledged. It is my fundamental belief that in situations like this, you should treat and support the couple together. Yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. It's really, really hard. Um, and uh, he says, I think that the success of a marriage after going through such horrible, confusing and difficult trauma relies so much more on the long-term strength and well-being of the carer than you realize. Yep, um, it takes a lot of strength because when you're rejected through an illness, it can come out of the blue and it can be really, really just, you know, if you think it's like Satan firing an arrow, it's, it's, it's traumatic, it really is. So what I would say is, you're going to have to pull so much compassion on yourself. You're going to have to give yourself so, so much love and know that it's not your fault. It's nobody's fault. It's just a horrible thing. It's Okay, so Halloween is coming and I'm talking about being ghosted. Hello! Ghosting, I guess, is a form of rejection. It's when it's the ties just stop with no explanation. Now, we've all probably been there at some point in our life. Um, I've been ghosted in the, the context of work and I really am probably, with reflection looking back, 
gave far too much energy to everyone I worked with and I genuinely cared so much and I remember someone saying to me I've got what I want out of you now you know I'd got them in the paper I really shouted about them and then they cut all ties and like unfollowed me on Instagram and it was like at that point like how can people just be like that oh I thought we'd at least stay friends like we had a good working ethic and we we really collaborated and went all in but it was a bit of a hard lesson for me that some people will just cut all ties when they've got what they want like everyone's intentions are different not everyone wants to sort of stay friends or civil or whatever and that was really really hard for me because yeah I'm a bit of a sap like that (laughs) um so it's learning that some people will ghost you perhaps because they know their intentions weren't right and maybe they're letting you off the hook early they're like I'm just going to ghost them actually um I'm sure that does happen that people ghost you to save you um your time and effort because their intentions are different and that can be a really positive thing so sometimes it's a case of being thankful that we're ghosted and sometimes of course it stings if you feel like you've got a great friendship or a connection or you know a relationship with someone and they just ghost you instantly what the brain's going to do is it's going to you know inner critic's going to start blaming yourself what did I do and sometimes you'll never know um you really won't maybe you have a gut feeling like if you haven't been yourself like for me when I was like two months of my life literally someone else was ruling the show um and that was either an illness or a demon <laughs> um stroke angel it was coming and going uh, spiritual enlightenment um it's funny i've been sent a book about that someone who was told they were manic and and they they're convinced they had a spiritual enlightenment and it's really like whoa my goodness there's so many crossovers but basically when i was not myself um i can understand why anyone would have perhaps ghosted me then because not everyone's in a place to deal with someone who's not stable and I wasn't stable for kind of February, March a little bit of January as well Um, I wasn't in a stable place because I needed rest my brain was burnt Um, I needed medication so sometimes people will ghost you because it's just too much and they're not in a place where they can cope with um a mental illness or an enlightenment <laughs> um or with you know the stage you're at perhaps you're just really stressed um and they just can't cope with that i've had people that have come to me and they've said you just give so much of your positive energy away but perhaps when i wasn't in a place to give that they wouldn't have been so keen to come to me because there wasn't much in it for them they were going to just be stuck with a very confused brain who was vulnerable and um, unwell or just not themselves so sometimes you maybe know like someone's just not in a place and it's not your fault but they just can't um, they can't be there or they want to break ties it's hard I guess if you're not yourself or you're unwell and someone ghosts you because it's based on another person and then you back to yourself again and you're like oh oh I missed that friendship or I missed that um connection and and that's hard um that's really hard but you just have to be so kind to yourself now if you're you're not really getting a gut feeling and you're just completely like I have no idea why they've ghosted me first I would say is 
perhaps something's going down on in their life that you you just don't know about maybe they've got their own mental illness they're struggling with maybe there's trauma there maybe you've triggered them and it could have been something really nice you did but it triggered them you know our minds are so different right we'll never get into someone else's mind so don't blame yourself try not to blame yourself okay and even if you do think it was because you aren't well or you want yourself well don't blame yourself for that either because we all get sick we all get unwell we all have trauma um it's just one of those things um but yeah spending time trying to work out why someone's ghosted you it's a tricky one i i would say you you have to find peace with it you really do you have to find peace with it and know that maybe you know as i said earlier your intentions were different or you're just not in the same place or you just yeah you've not got the same goals or the same values um yeah you've not got the same values you've not got the same um outlook on life it could be something like that i am a very curious person so i love all that i i always wanted cluedo it's like there's a real detective in me but sometimes you just need to turn that analyzer down and just cut yourself some slack and say look i've been ghosted i may never know why but I need to just sit with that, do some meditation, turn the analyzer down from 100% to 20, you know. Um, we could do a little breathing thing now if you want, just for a minute. So just close your eyes and just take a deep breath in. And then out. Just do it at a pace that feels and right for you just conscious breathing in and out and you can do it in through your nose and out through your mouth and as you're doing that just start to consciously quieten your mind and come into your breathing and just turn down the dials on your analyzer they're noisy interested curious busy minds just turn these dials right down maybe it's felt really near the top 190% just turn it give yourself permission for now just to turn that analyzer down 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 from 50 to 40%, to 30%, to 20%, to 10%. Take another big deep breath in through your nose. And out through your mouth. And just let that go. Just let it go. You got this. Ghost or no ghost. Halloween only comes one day a year. So what about when it's someone you really love and you have been really close to and it's a deeper connection um, and you've been, you've gone from feeling really, really close to just, you don't know that person anymore. 
right well I would say you're going to have a lot of pain in there that you need to deal with you can't just put a smile on and pretend everything's okay you need someone to talk to you need to write down how you're feeling you need to release some of that negative energy because it's going to hurt it's going to really hurt and we need to remember what hurts someone like what's a huge deal to someone maybe not as big a deal to someone else so you you may necessarily not necessarily have known this person for that long but that could if you're someone who feels really really deeply then you could be having the same amount of pain as someone who's known someone longer because all their personalities are different the way we process emotions our perception of life our experiences our history our upbringings we will all have different triggers as well so there'll be people that oh you overreact why did you get upset about that it's not a big a deal nobody can tell you if someone feels that you're overreacting holy moly they are not in your mind so know that your feelings whatever the scenario is are really really valid and allow yourself to feel that and you've got to let it out let it out to a friend to someone you trust get a nice journal i love like just writing things down i am one of those weirdos that shares quite a lot of my thoughts <laughs> um on here and on, on mummyjojo.com but you know you don't have to share um with the masses you can just let it out with a friend or family member who can help you to kind of release the emotions that are building up um and you can perhaps start to see the situation from clearer eyes um from a purer place and you start to get a little bit of perspective um you may get some you know sometimes venting is just really good as well and we we do need to have a time to sort of question and, and to be curious about how things could have changed um so you know you, you have to allow yourself that time and you have to just go easy on yourself play some music you know where you can have a good cry as i say all the time and know that perhaps you're thinking oh what did i do and you're the inner critic's being really really loud it's so easy to fall into that trap but not everything is about you um the other person has their own things their own doubts and things from the past um maybe they you know they've changed their perspective and they're looking for something else they and that's hard but that is how life can go sometimes um and you need to really dig deep to see how you can learn from that um now this is you know this this could be someone that you've been dating or it could be a friend or it could be a lover um it could be someone that you've been with for a long time and and rejection is something that you have to work through because it's going to hurt right the ego is going to be crying out right to make a drama of it and that is part of the way our mind is so it's not your fault that you you're having all these feelings um but when we can focus on what we can take from something it does help us i remember someone saying last year how hard it was and they said i need a mojo injection and and i spent a lot of the time chatting to them just really getting them 
into that place of what do you deserve? Do you deserve to have been treated like this? Do you deserve um, to have just been kind of, well, they felt like they'd just been chucked in the garbage? Um, and, and reminding them that actually they deserve happiness, they deserve love, and sometimes love can be really hard. Um, maybe there is the option to, you know, it could be a temporary, maybe it's not permanent, maybe you'll be able to work through it. And that will take communication, it'll take honesty, it'll take, you know, showing what your real intentions are, both of you discussing what your intentions are. Um, if there is a chance that you can have a conversation and say, look, you were in my world or, you know, I was so excited for this relationship or I just felt so much, I felt so drawn and I really felt we had something can I ask what's changed, I, you know, what's what's gone wrong, you know, don't be afraid to ask the question um, if you can get in touch with the person. Um, it's really, really easy. I've been there when I've just felt like, oh, so, you know, even like being rejected from a job that you felt like you, you'd got. Um, and it doesn't mean that you're going to get rejected again and again and again, right? Every situation in life is different and it's unique. Um, and as people hate, hate hearing, you know, time's a healer. Of course it is a healer. Um, nothing is permanent and it won't last forever. You will get a shot of love again or it's opportunities again, or friendship again. You can move forward. Um, so do not hang on to labels that are negative, such as, you know, I am a failure or I am crazy or I am incapable of being loved. Um, I am, you know, all the things that your inner critic can tell you, okay? You need to stick some mantras in there. Um, so you are strong, you deserve love, you deserve you know, kindness, you deserve honesty, you deserve integrity, you deserve someone to be straight with you, to tell you how it is. Um, you know, there's so many tools we can put in place to make that inner critic a little bit quieter um, and make yourself less vulnerable to, to what other people say to you or, or do through their actions. Um, resilience is something that we can work on and when we learn to talk more kindly to ourselves, um, it's easier to then say something constructive um, what we can use in the future how you can keep going and you need to keep going and you need to stand tall because you will get through this time you need time to process what's happened but you cannot let the rejection stop you from connecting don't let rejection kill your connection. You know, that's what I said in a blog last year. So often in life, it's so easy to go into a shell, but do not let rejection kill your connection, okay? It's a step-by-step -step process, okay? Um, but you can do this, right? You can reach out to someone. You can learn to say your mantras and be kinder to yourself. You can take some quiet time out for you to reflect and to try and work out what happened and how you're going to move on from this and also what you deserve and what you you should feel like you can ask for. You know, communication, honesty. You deserve honesty. Um, so don't be afraid to ask for that, you know. But take the time 
to pour all the compassion on yourself, okay? Nobody likes to be rejected. The ego hates it. Um, the vibes can go all over the place, you know? You can get these sort of... Mm, I remember, like, breaking up with someone and... You know what they say, it's not you, it's me. Well, it, um, it was me. I changed, I'd grown. I realised that I didn't want what I was in. I, I realised that that wasn't the right relationship for me. I realised that I wasn't at the age where I wanted to commit. I realised that I was compromising too much. I realised that there was perhaps a bit of a lack of passion there. I realised that I wanted to travel longer. I realised that I just didn't feel ready for a deep, committed relationship. It was about me. um, And that was not taken very well. There was a lot of ego there, a lot of backlash, a lot of threats and anger and upset. And wow, yes, it it's not a nice place to be on the receiving end of either. I would say, and and actually having been through mania, um, which is a state of mind where you cannot take rejection, you cannot take negativity, but you feel so much love and life and freedom and whoa, you're sort of flying, but you cannot take the negative energy. Um, it could be a mental health, you know, a mental health thing that you need to work through, but also, Um, to be on the receiving end of something you know when our defense mechanisms go up you can learn you can look back on times in your life where you've not reacted um, kind of calmly and you've flown off the handle and you've you've let your ego um, kind of flare up for me I'm normally I remember like a guy breaking up with me in uni and he really mucked me around and he wasn't very nice he sort of met someone else but he made this impression that we were going to be together for a long time and he was really loved up and then I went out one night and he ended up with someone else that night and I was like you are not as genuine as I thought you were um, and he mucked me about but I remember I think it was just like 19 at the time I remember saying I'm not going to get really really upset over this like part of me wants to but I just I'm not impressed by your actions really proud of myself back then (laughs) but I I have you know been I've got this side and we've all got two sides to us right but this sort of calm side where I just don't like drama and I just like chill so it was really strange to be in a manic unwell state of mind because it was like the complete polar opposite to who I am as a person um But I think if you are really, really struggling, um, and obviously it depends where we're at as well. It could be like certain times of the month if you were like hormonal, if you're female, or it could be, you know, just the place in your life, the level of disappointment, the level of of heartbreak um, that can make you really react. But one thing I would say that can help you to react better is... um, mindfulness when we get that clarity and we're still and we work in our breathing and we work on slowing down the inner critic we work on putting the ego in its place and giving that a good slap we have this kind of intuition um we we accept things we're in a place through mindfulness 
where we can learn to accept pain and rejection. We can learn to judge less. We can learn to see things for what is, to have more compassion for others and ourselves. So that would be a really, really good thing to do if you are struggling and you feel that ego flaring up and you don't want to react. Um, Mindfulness. For me, when I was unwell, it was like I'd lost my grounded um, mojo, you know. I was just flying in a different world and, and someone said to me, someone who's really been in the mindfulness meditation space, they say they see so many people that they start getting really connected through meditation and they really come into their true self and their soul and their heart space. But it's really, really hard to get the balance between being grounded in your body and connected. And that was me at the start of the year. I, I just got so high and and really out of my body with a lot of the meditation and the mindfulness and the energy and all that stuff that I lost my grounded self and became really unwell and my my brain really took a pounding and I lost myself I was in there I was in there somewhere but I lost myself and I would say to you is be kind to yourself you know be kind to yourself accept your feelings but then see how you can move past them Um, but your mental health is at the heart of everything so you need to get support you need to talk things out you need to keep tabs on how much you're sleeping you need to keep tabs on how you're reacting you you deserve to have a healthy mind you deserve to feel happy and stigma is a horrible thing but talking about things really really helps Um, because when we are in a place of acceptance and forgiveness and love and all that good stuff we live a much happier and healthier life we attract better stuff we we have a higher vibe we show more love we show more joy, we show more peace, we show more calm. Um, And that's cool. That's cool. Judge less, feel more, live more, love more. Think that Let It Be is a really good song for dealing with rejection. Just accepting things. Just going with it, you know. Do you want to sing with me now? Should we have a wee bit music therapy guys join in let's let's really sing this puppy out when i find myself in times of trouble mother mary comes to me speaking words of wisdom let it be let it be yeah and in my hour of darkness she is standing right in front of me speaking words of wisdom let it be let it be oh let it be let it be oh let it be whisper words of wisdom let it be and when the broken-hearted people living in the world agree there will be an answer let it be 
for though they may be parted, there is still a chance that they will see. There will be an answer. Let it be. Oh, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. Yeah, there'll be an answer. Let it be. Oh, let it be. Oh, let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom. Let it be. Ooh, let it be, guys. Sometimes we just need to. Oh, breathe in, breathe out. Let that puppy be. Mm-hmm. You feel it. You know it. Be kind to yourself. It's not always your fault. It really isn't. Oh, yeah. Let it be. Oh, let it be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it out. Let it be, let it be, let it be, yeah, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. Oh, let it be. When the night is cloudy, there is still a light that shines on me. Shine until tomorrow, let it be. I wake up to the sound of music, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be, oh let it be, let it be, let it be, yeah let it be, there will be an answer, let it be, oh let it be. Oh, let it be, let it be, yeah, let it be. Whisper words and whisper, let it be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, love you loads. Love, love, love you. See you soon.